uh, I want to uh, speak for a few minutes out of uh, Luke chapter 8, if you don't mind, Luke chapter 8, verses 4 through 8. Luke chapter 4, verses 4 through 8. But then it's going to continue verses 11 through 15. Chapter 8, verses 4 through 8. And then I'm going to jump over to 11 through 15. So while you're doing that, I'm going to pray. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. God, we give you glory and honor. Father, I thank you for your, your mercy and your grace. God, I ask that you touch right now. God, I ask that you move in my favor. God, I thank you for St. Paul. God, I thank you for the people. God, I ask that you bless and keep them. God, I thank you that 2017 is over. God, I thank you for the new beginning, 2018. God, you're just so merciful. God, you got so much favor. Thank you, Lord. God, I thank you right now for the word. God, I thank you for me being your servant, hiding me behind the cross. God, I thank you for beating me into submission and placing me on the shelf and pouring into me. And God, as I always say, tip me over and pour into somebody else for this season, God because it's their season. Use them today, God, in the name of Jesus. Amen and praise God. Luke chapter eight. Luke chapter eight, I'm reading from the King James Bible. Uh, re reading verses four through eight and then I'm gonna do verses 11 through 15. And I thank Sister Ava, because she gave me my topic, or she gave you my topic. Uh, it's your season. Amen. And verses 4 through 8 says, And when much people were gathered together and were come to him out of every city, he spake by a parable, a sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it. And some fell upon a rock, and as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away, because it lacked moisture. Hmm. Some and some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up, and it choked it. And other fell on good ground, and sprang up, and bare fruit, and hundredfold. And when it had said these things, and when he had said these things, he he cried, hmm, "He that had an ear, let him hear." Verse eleven. Now the parable is this: the seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are they that hear, the, that hear, then cometh the devil, and taketh away the word out of their ears, or excuse me, their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. Verse 13, they on the rock are they which, when they hear, receive the joy, receive the word with joy, and these have no root. Mm, which for a while believe, and in time of temptation fall away. Oh, wow. And that which fall among thorns are they, which when they have heard go forth and are choked with tears, excuse me, yes. Yes, and pleasures of this life, and bring no fruit to prefer. There you go. But that on the good ground, what it say? Mm. And bring forth good fruit with patience. And I just want to talk to you on it's your season. It's your season. Thank you, Sister Ava. Because you was right in there. 
Because I want everybody in this place to know that it is your season. <clears throat> because my wife and I, we had the opportunity to go out yesterday and be in a place where there were so many young people at the funeral. And their hearts were broken because another young man's life was taken. And because the young man's life was taken, no one could understand why is the senseless killing happening all over again? This happens over and over and over. But my brothers and sisters, the Bible lets us know that in these last days, we'll have so many heartaches. We'll have so many problems. We'll have so many turmoils. We'll have so many killings. We'll have uh, wars and rumors of wars. As you saw just the other day, we had earthquakes all over again. But I want to touch right here about our season because now the season has changed. Hmm, 2018, we sure thought we were going to have a better season a year that should have taken place. But it seems to us, for whatever reason, 2017 creeped into 2018. Do I have a witness? But I want to rebuke 2017 and keep it right where it is. Because that chapter is closed. But Jesus said, and when much people were gathered together, I like when he does that, he got himself an audience. Verse 4. And when everybody had come out of the city to hear, he, he gave them an earthly example with a heavenly meaning. Because they couldn't understand the heavenly meaning. Because they were earthly and carnal people. Do you know how hard it is sometimes coming to church trying to speak the word of the Lord when folk haven't consecrated? It's hard as the preacher. I'm not talking about y'all. I'm talking about when I'm just preaching to the preachers. To preach and teach and you look in the mirror and you yourself is just as carnal as all get out. And you trying to figure out what God has said. And you trying to get a word and say, Oh Lord, I told tell this sister Juana, Oh Lord, oh, this is going to be a good hot one right here. Mm, this going this to break the house down. Yeah, God. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, give me some organ. Hallelujah, God. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, I got a good one, God. Uh, I've been practicing all week now. Huh? I'm going to bring the house down, Lord. Uh, God, you're all in this one. God said, I ain't in that one. That's not the one I want you to talk about. Because the parable that I want you to break down is about the seed. It's just simply the seed. And have you ever seen a small seed? Jesus took a simple example of a seed. But he compared it to something that happens in heaven. And he made it so simple that the people understood what he was saying. Now understand this, y'all. He wasn't talking to educated folk. 
Every time we, we, we in church, we're always thinking we must be educated. We got to have our doctorate degrees. We got to have our AAs and our BAs. We, 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 we got to go to the seminaries. We, we, we got to know the Greek and the Hebrew. Yes, that is great and understandable. Yes, we need to know all of that. But if you cannot break down what the word says in its simplest form, it means nothing. Because I've been to churches where the preachers have talked all of these high, long words and my theorists on my phone couldn't even figure out what they were saying. And I was trying to figure out what did he just say because I had no idea of proving the correction of the succubus of the future. What, what did he say? Can we just get to text number one, please? Because I had no idea how we get to salvation out of all of that. Can you just tell me that you're going to break down the text? That's all I want to know. And Jesus is now giving the parable. Of this he says, a sower went out to sow his seed. I found that quite interesting. Look what happens. He says, a sower went out to sow his seed. And, a, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. This tells me something plain and simple. This man had a whole lot of seed. That's what I got out of that. He was not a poor man. He was not somebody who just who just was just callous in what he did. He had so much seed, he probably had an overflow. You ever had an overflow of stuff that if you dropped something, you just didn't realize you dropped it because you had more than enough? Amen, somebody. I wish I had a witness in here. You, listen, I've gone into uh, into my clothes and got ready to take them to the to the cleaners. Amen. And I'm not trying to say something. I hope somebody don't take this wrong. And I've gone into the pockets because they said check your pockets. And whoo, there was a twenty dollar bill. Amen. Praise God. I, I'm trying to think, was I supposed to put that in church somewhere? Was I supposed to give that to Anybody ever done that before? You looked in a pocket and found some extra men or something and said, was my breath stinking that day? Amen. Was I supposed to put that one in my mouth? Amen. You found the extra that you didn't know you had. This man had the extra that had fallen over because he went out to sow his seed, but he did not know he had dropped the extra. Thank you. Oh, man, I hope y'all catching this. God drops the extra in our life because God has the windows of heaven, Sister Ava, that he opens it up and pours it out into our life. Well, y'all ain't gonna get with that because maybe you ain't got the extra. Maybe God ain't poured it into your life. I hope God has poured some extra into somebody's life. That listen, he got so much room that he can pour it out into your life. The overflow, it can press down and shake it over. Amen, somebody. Listen, the sower went out to sow his seed and as he sowed some fell by the wayside and as he trotted, and as he was trotting down, the fowls of the air devoured it. And verse 11 says, and now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Mm, Y'all with me now? Verse 12, those by the wayside coincides with verse 4 and 5. Those by the wayside are they that hear it. Got to understand, some folk don't hear the word. Then comes the devil and take away the word out of their hearts. Now I want you to understand this church, sometimes when you're preaching the word, when you're teaching the word, 
When you're in your Bible studies, when you're in your prayer group, when you're in your mission group, no matter where you are, you're giving the word of God. Whether you're teaching young people, whether you're teaching the babies, whether you're teaching in Sunday school, you're giving the word. And then all of a sudden, the enemy creeps in. Do I have a witness here? Has the enemy ever crept in when you're trying to give the word? That's when the enemy comes in when the word is going forth. And he creeps in suddenly. The enemy's not going to creep in and kick in the door. That's not a creep in. But he creeps in the back door. He tries to creep in the window. He tries to tag along with somebody in the, in the satchel bag or something. He tries to latch himself on like a leech. He tries to come in when nobody's watching. Be careful of the creep when he comes in. Creeping through the front door, the back door, the side window. Can you reach over and tell your neighbor, be careful of the creeps. Say, try to creep in. Talking about that old devil. He's creeping in. Trying to get into somebody's heart. Jesus told him, he said, Satan, Peter, if it was his desire, he'd try to get into your heart. Because Peter was trying to tell him, Lord, you're not going to die like that. Before you die, I'll die. And Jesus rebuked him. First of all, you can't die for me, Peter. I got to die for you. Oh, Jesus. Be careful when folk try to do your mission. You can't do what the Lord called me to do. do I, I hope I got a witness here today. Yeah, because what God's got for me, baby, is for me. What the Lord has called for me and got the plan on my life, that's the word he's given for me. The enemy is always trying to come in and derail the mission that God, oh, I know this is going to sound good. Oh, thank you, Lord. Amen. Preach, Bishop, I think I will. Oh, the mission that God has given for you, somebody's always trying to tell you, you just sit down, let me do it for you. You're too old to do it, I can do it for you. You're too young to do it, let somebody old do it. Oh, you've been doing too much of this. Watch the devil when he's creeping in with, with slick words. Try to get in the hearts. He don't want to get in your mind. Yet, he wants to get in your heart. Because that's the first thing he said. Because listen, Romans 10 and 9 says, if you confess with your mouth, believe in your mind. No, believe in your eyes. Believe in your heart. That, that what? That God has raised Jesus from the dead. You'll be saved. But the enemy will come in and tell you, Jesus didn't really die. He was just asleep. God didn't really raise him from the dead. Why would he raise him from the dead? He was just another man. He was just another prophet. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Jesus was the savior of the world. He was the Messiah. He had to be raised from the dead in order for me and you to be saved. And Satan wants to come into the heart to try to condemn all of that teaching because why? He's been a liar from the beginning. Oh, I know I gotta preach this today. The seed has been dropped 
and Satan wants to pull it out of your heart. Yeah, when Jesus told us we ought to love our brothers and sisters, uh, what does Satan try to do? He says, ah, oh, but have they wronged you yesterday? You ought not forgive them because they wronged you. But Jesus said, forgive them no matter how many times they wronged you. It's hard to forgive somebody when they cussed you out. It's hard to forgive somebody when they done told you off. It's hard to forgive somebody when they just yelled and cussed at you. It's hard to forgive somebody when you got to see them every day. But my God that I don't see every day, I love him and he forgives me every single day. Oh, y'all ain't got to preach with me and pray with me today. But I know it's right. Because he tells us we ought to love one another. But that's a seed that's been put in our heart. We tell our kids we ought to forgive somebody. But instead we cuss other folk out. And talk bad about people in front of our kids. And then we tell our kids you ought to love your neighbor. But we tell them I hate that person over there. I wish she would. I wish he would. We sound like hypocrites. And we go to church every Sunday. Try to say we praise the Lord. Preach, Bishop. I think I will. The seed has been stolen from out of our mouths and our hearts by the enemy. Tell the devil he's a lie in the name of Jesus. Uh, too many folk ain't gonna tell him that. Uh, you can't tell him, you can't tell him, you can't tell him. But I'll tell him he's a liar. You're a liar, Satan, in the name of Jesus. He's lest they should believe and be saved. Take a look at verse 6. Love the way it says it. And some fell upon a rock. And as soon as it sprung up, it withered away. It's not that a tree can't go, can grow on a rock. He didn't say that. He says it fell on the rock and sprung up. Meaning that it can grow through a rock. It can't grow on a rock, but it'll grow through the rock. There's nothing on the rock that has solidness and dirt that the, that the seed can grab onto. I'm trying to build something. But the seed has to fall through the cracks and find a spot where there's some dirt where it can have the soil mixture and then it needs to find a crack in the rock where it looks like it's growing on the rock but it's growing through the rock. Oh my God, I wish y'all could catch that. Because when I looked at it and I said the, the plant or the tree never grows on the rock but it busts through the rock. Yeah, take a look at the concrete outside. The tree never grows on the concrete. It busts through the concrete. Sister Leonard, take a look at our bill. It'll tell us just that. $10,000 worth of plumbing told me just that. It didn't grow on the plumbing. It busts through the plumbing. The roots had to take form somewhere. Not on the rock, but through the rock. I gotta help y'all out a little bit. On top of the rock, there's nothing there. But our salvation is based on the rock. 
But if the rock moves while the, while the seed is on the rock, the seed falls off the rock. It needs somewhere to go. You got to be planted and rooted somewhere. That's why it has to find somewhere to go around the rock. But if it goes under the rock and the rock rolls on top of the seed, the rock crushes the seed. Thank you, Lord. But look what it says here in verse 6. Because it can't do it, it lacks moisture. And verse 13 says, Then the rock are they, which are they here, and receive the word with joy. There's some folk that receive it with joy, but they ain't got no root. Because mm -hmm. you grew on top of the rock. Y'all got quiet. You didn't turn my mic down, did you? Nope. You grew on top of the rock, and you ain't got no root. So you believe for a little while, but soon as a little trouble came, you fell off the rock. And you didn't have no more root. Because you want the planet. Let me help you out. Some folk are afraid of rain. Because in the text it says they didn't have no moisture. You, in order for you to grow, you need moisture to grow. Come on, y'all. I hope y'all I We need some Bible readers in here. The Bible says that one plants the seed. One waters the seed. But God gives the increase. Some folk are afraid of rain. Because when rain comes, that means I'm a grow. When the word is being put forth, that's rain in my life. And that means I'm a grow, Sister Shambri. That means that I'm going to expand in who I am. That means that God is producing something in my life that had never been produced before. Thank you, Lord. That means that there's something that's about to take place that the devil can't mess with. Because God is pouring out some rain in my life. Can I tell St. Paul today, we need some rain in the building today. We need to open up the doors and the windows and let the rain fall in this place. The anointing needs to come in here. Rain on me, God. You, but I want him to reign. Listen what he say, listen what he say, listen what he say. I don't care what the devil does. I don't care how much he tempts me. You can't run away from the Lord. You better stand and fight your enemies. Uh, because the Bible says uh, that the enemy comes around like a roaring lion. Uh, no matter how much he roars, you stand and fight. Uh, Ephesians chapter 6 says, what well, do all to stand? He didn't tell you to run. He didn't tell you to wave and bob and weave. But he told you to stand and fight. He didn't tell you to hightail it to the next mountain. But God will fight the battle as long as you stand. We got too many Christians running away from the battle because we believe we can't win the battle. But I told you last week, as long as my hands is raised up, God will win the battle huh? because he's my Jehovah Jireh. Huh? He's my Jehovah Nisi. Huh? That's why I believe I can win the battle. Huh? That's why I believe I got favor. Huh? That's why I believe I 
I'm a walking, talking demon slayer. That's why I believe I'm the bishop of San Francisco. Whether you laugh or not, it's still true. Amen. I don't care if nobody else believes it. I don't care if you don't believe in what God said. I don't care if you believe in my victory. I don't care if you don't believe in my promise. I believe it. God said it. It's going to happen. The victory is mine. I'm built on the solid rock. I've been poured on. I got the anointing. I got moisture. The Lord has called me. If he ain't called you, baby, you need to get your calling. Many are called, but few are chosen. Look what he says. You got to stand and fight because some of the thorns, some of the seed fell on thorny ground, sprang up and was choked out. Baby, don't get choked out. Don't let the devil tap you out. Don't let the devil mess you up. Don't let the devil mess you up with riches and pleasures. Don't let the devil get you all caught up. Yeah, she look good. Yeah, he look good. Yeah, those cars is good. Yeah, the drink is good. Yeah, the weed is good. Yeah, the sex is good. Yeah, the money is good. But soon as it's all gone, you've been choked out. But I ain't getting choked out. The devil can't choke me out. Why? Because I've been placed on some good ground. The ground of Jesus. The rock of Gibraltar. I got the Lord on my side. When the cross went into the ground, it was on good ground. It was on Calvary. On a Friday. Hung up on my head. Bruised for my iniquities. Chastised for my peace. Pierced him in the side. Nails in his hands. Nails in his, in his feet. Crown on his head. Blood everywhere. He was a bloody mess, went into a grave early Sunday morning. He got up with all power in his hands. Somebody in here ought to know it's their season. And because it's my season, I got favor. I'm going to start this season off strong. And I'm going to finish strong. And I hope I got some folk in here who gonna prophesy over their life, who gonna raise their hands in victory. I don't care who don't like that you call yourself better than you was last year. Am I supposed to call myself worse than I was last year? What kind of person would do that? Somebody help me out. When I say I'm the bishop of San Francisco, that means I got favor. What I'm supposed to say, I'm the idiot of San Francisco? And then y'all sit back and laugh like, ha ha, who he think he is? He think, I'm a child of the king who gets favor. And if your pastor say he's got favor, that means you got favor. Because I'm speaking it over your life. And you ought to receive favor and start walking in your favor because you got favor. Woo. I got excited, y'all. Y'all 